Hello and welcome to episode 13 of season 2 of the Hoofball Podcast. My name is Hamish and as always I'm joined by my two co-hosts Ben and Hugh. If you boys want to say hello. Hello. (laughs) 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 This week on the podcast we have a game week 9 fixture roundup from the Scottish Premier League. A look at the old firm in Europe as well as a look towards game week 10 coming up this week. Um, Yeah. So, where should we start? Any ideas? I think we should start with an apology. Yeah, that's true. For what? What have we done wrong? Chris Kane. Everything. I think think that's Chris Kane's fault. No, it is our fault. I think it's St. Johnson's fault as a whole. That's St. Johnson's defence's fault. I think we said that this would be a difficult week. We didn't predict it would be quite that unpredictable. You know, should we start with St. Johnson, considering we're always talking about it? Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, um, so bad. Pretty good defending. Um, I um, I made that blog post this week. Um, if you want to check you out hoofballblog.com. Um, um, but I made that blog post, and at the end, I was gonna put like a top picks for the week, but I ended up not doing it. My top picks for the week didn't. were gonna be Xander Clark and Sean Rooney. So <laughs> Sean Rooney went off in the twenty-second minute, and Xander Clark conceded three goals. So <laughs> it was a Scottish football. It was it was very much uh, I don't want to say a humbling experience because like like I, I'm not I'm not saying I know a lot. But like, to... <laughs> he just knocked over his camera. Very much a humbling experience in the sense that, um, like that's just Scottish football. It just sometimes that just happens, and I don't get how or why. Um, but it's no, really annoying. No, no reason for that result. There was no reason for one, two, th- three, probably of the results this weekend. Two, definitely. Probably a third. Dundee yeah, Aberdeen. Dundee Aberdeen definitely not. Even though we you know, rip into Aberdeen for not being good. Yeah, I mean that Dundee, Dundee sounds like lost. awful. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll start with Livy St Johnston. Uh, if you, if you haven't seen the score, it was a three 0 win for Livy away in St Johnston, which is absolutely insane. Um, that was Johnson. their. No, I was going to say that was the first one of the year, but that'd be a lie. That was their second win of the year. Um, yep. Second one in nine. Seven, po- seven points from nine, and two of them are wins against Celtic. What should Johnson. be decent teams this year? Yeah. Two wins in nine, and also they're like not even <laughs> relegation threatened. Like if the season stopped now, they would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually probably safer than not relegation threatened. I mean, as in, like, they're not in a relegation spot, is what I mean. Currently, I think they could beat Aberdeen. I think us three, if you put us three on a pitch, (laughs) we could beat Aberdeen. (laughs) Kind of makes Scott Brown like Charlie Adam. (laughs) You're following him about like that, like that Ander Herrera clip when he's following Eden Hazard about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, uh, I would say a humbling defeat for St Johnston, but they're not really on any sort of high horse. Humbling from last year, I suppose, if they're yeah, still on yeah, that yeah, cup true. double high. high, European high, etc. I mean, I think we thought St Johnston might struggle based on Europe, and I think we'd all kind of said that as soon as Europe stopped, which was a good month and a half ago, yeah, um, yeah, that they would kind of start to kick on and everything would be all right. The, mm, 
No, no. He's not really... Not really at all. Um, I was going to say they look compact, and they, they normally do. They do. I think the thing is their defence was always so solid. Their defence was probably the best part of their team, and they've taken the heart of that defence and sold to Wigan for like half a million quid. He's, and the he's heart of their game. midfield. He's played yeah. a game. And the heart of their midfield. Really? I know. Wigan are doing really well, isn't, though. Isn't it mental that... Um, LASK couldn't score three past St. Johnson. St. Johnson clearly a better team. Galatasaray were arguably worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, until they scored. I don't even know if that's arguably they were worse. I know, but St. Johnson got a man sent off, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I know they did, but Google isn't telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we look at this game fantasy-wise, I think um, a player that... I'd there's I mean, just this game. Um, a player that potentially, because I've been complaining about Chris Revere's and I want rid of him and he scored a goal again, it's made everything more confusing. Um, <laughs> Bruce Anderson up front, goal and two assists this week. I don't know who has him. I think Harry I... might, actually. Oh, of course. Or Harry just likes him. He's probably just a good... I like Bruce Anderson an awful lot because of my Queen's Park football manager save where I signed him and he was the best striker maybe in it's the world. signing. <laughs> <laughs> he's unbelievable um, I bankrupted the whole of Queen's Park to get him but 4.8% of players have him he's the second most owned Livingston player behind any guesses? Forrest Forrest yeah we are yeah. I don't know why obviously he's some boy he's a bench player is he not full of me? yeah actually he was he's pretty much a bench player the majority of last season and he's still yeah, we, the most fantasy <laughs> he's really liked them. Uh, who else scored the goal? O- Odin Bailey? Is his first name Odin? Uh, yes. Oh, mate. I'm, how clever am I? Is that, does that not <laughs> say that on his shirt? Is that not why? It says Bailey. Oh, I thought it said Odin. No. he um he His tweets have been coming off of my Twitter feed loads this week. I thought, <laughs> genuinely, genuinely until this moment, thought he was just a football Twitter account. <laughs> uh, yeah, youth player for Birmingham. Yeah. Fair enough. All oh, right, so, is, and they bought him? I think he's on loan. Right, okay. Um, yeah, he, he was in the dream team this week, obviously, alongside Anderson. Um both not very I, highly owned. I don't know how often Bailey's been playing for them to make it worth looking at it was, fantasy asset wise. It was a good finish as well. Like it, it was, was really, well really nice. Goal. That was, was nice the whole goal was pretty nice. Yeah, he starts off the move as well by yeah. beating a man. Yeah, uh, was, where is he? Let's find him. See yeah. now I click on his face on um what's this app called? Fort Mob. I actually recognise him now. I've I've signed him on Football Manager before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly yeah. realizing from this podcast that most of the footballers I know I've just seen them on Football Manager before. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's game. probably how half the teams do it in Scotland anyway. <laughs> Use FM. Fair um, enough. It's a good tool. We sh- should mention that Livy doubled their number of goals scored this season in one game. Yeah, it was a very much uh, week nine that's very much an out, out of character <laughs> performance, I think it would be fair to say. Teams. Well, I don't know how of character this is for St. Johnson this year, to be fair. I think considering three goals to... I mean, okay, right. No, the second and third goal 
are both calamities mistakes. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's actually fair. That's yeah. Which, which to be fair, is out of character for St. Johnson to have. Yeah. Well, I guess it's what happens when you sign F.A. Ambrose, right? Like you're. Is <laughs> <laughs> he the, the one that Alan Clyde's with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think when when you when you look at it from the perspective of you sell Jason Kerr, who is one of the best young centre backs in the country, and you replace the heart of your defence with Effie Ambrose, then yeah. you're gonna have some problems. Who Livy didn't want. Yeah. Who they did. How was he? He was Livy two seasons ago. Well, the last, was last year was he not? Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah. Some reason I just don't feel like he was. He played for Derby for a bit. Oh, he played for Derby for a bit. And by that, I mean he was there from February 2019 to June 2019. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. He played 170 was... times for Celtic. Yeah, he was an important player for Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. He just played a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But yeah, a, a, a truly awful performance from St Johnston that did not help the fantasy team at all, based on the fact no. that, that everyone has St Johnston defenders. Uh, yeah, because they're pretty much solid and don't and concede a lot of goals. Yeah, everyone I'd... that listened last week should have brought in Chris Kane. <laughs> so like three people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a wee joke. Um... Thing is, I I didn't even have a St Johnston defender, and I still don't shake. <laughs> <laughs> I had Sean Rooney in, who got me a big one point, and then I had Chris Kane up top. Left me in Chris Payne. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Well done. Um, Adam Vice Captain. Vice Captain? No. Mm, no. You know, I'll run with it. Vice Captain. Um, works. And I captained him. No, not good enough, Ben. I captained And thank you for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll retire now. Yeah, fantasy-wise, not a great one for me uh, in terms of that game. Actually, in terms of all the games played. Apart from Dundee United, same. Oh, I don't have any Dundee United players. Sorry, how has how this worked for my fantasy team? I've got Rooney on the bench with one point. Mm-hmm. And um, Calvin Ramsey... It's because he, Calvin Ram- maybe, it's maybe I started played. Calvin Ramsey. Maybe I started Calvin Ramsey, actually. You idiot. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Makes... Sense. <laughs> I hate when the players I start don't get points and the players on yeah. my bench do. Got I thought I I thought I'd started Rooney in bench Ramsey. Uh, that makes more then, sense. You know, why you Aberdeen had a really easy game, so <laughs> Was that a segue? Was that what that was? Yeah, it attempted to, but <laughs> No, I love that, love that. It's normally Ben that tries it. Um yeah, Aberdeen that's not very nice what you've written there. Um, Aberdeen lost 2-1 away at Dens Park. Dens Park, yeah. I don't know why I think yeah. of myself there. Um, in, in the late kickoff. The late kickoff for the old American fans, but they love that one. Um, <laughs> it's a good game for them. Why, for the so Aberdeen fans as was, well. Is that why we decided it? Is it for yeah. American fans? Oh, it was for international, but I mean... Probably America's but, the country they're linked to. So, was it? Is it Atlanta United? If they own the season ticket for Atlanta United, they get to watch the Aberdeen games. I think something like that. Something like what? that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. All um, Scottish clubs should do that. Like, oh, we've got um, Orange County, obviously. 
<laughs> we already do. Like I've said that as, I've said this as a joke, oh, but we actually have a partnership with them. Yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> until this moment. Are you not like I mean, kind of like brother clubs with Hamburg as well? Is yeah, but I don't think that's like that's not like an official thing. That's just like it's just like you're thing. just mates. Yeah, yeah. Is that because Celtic are mates with St. Pauli, so you've just taken the rivals? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Look, we play in blue. They play in blue. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I really want. I really want Hearts to get a partnership with Crystal Palace because Hibs have the one with Brighton. I just think it'd be fun. <laughs> Plus, Palace have a really good youth system, so that would actually be really beneficial. Um, <laughs> you get Edward and Moon. Could. <laughs> it's not like, not not like he's doing really well or anything. <laughs> not, not that he'd replace Boyce. Of course not. God, he can dream of it. Um, yeah, Dundee lost 2-1. Uh, no, Dundee won at 2-1. Aberdeen lost 2-1. Um, I, I mean, I think... Again, the the issue with this is obviously we said that Aberdeen are having a rubbish season, and if you're following Scottish football, you know Aberdeen are having a rubbish season, but that, not this bad. No, this that, like this, oh, that is a sackable yeah. offence. Someone that we need to talk about. Um, a sackable offence. No, it won't. Did you listen one. to Dave Cormack? <laughs> I, I was about to bring it up. That was a 60-year-old man having a meltdown on the radio live for anyone to hear. <laughs> it was just... It's just Scottish people to a T. Like, if you're going to have your chairman go on, you kinda, you'd want him to be, like, normal and calm. Yeah. He just came on it like he'd been out all day in Aberdeen and was like, you know what, I'll come on your radio show. <laughs> I'll fucking show you <laughs> up. Like, he had five pints. I was like, yeah. 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 I'll do this. What was the line he said? It was like... um. Nobody likes Aberdeen. Even you, Kevin. I know you don't like Aberdeen or something like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> the chairman of the club. <laughs> that was a uh, that was Aberdeen's fifth straight loss. Yeah. Actually, it might be more than that. Let me check that. Like, like that's what we can see on that table there. I think it is more table. than that. It's it's sixth because they also lost to Wraith in the cup. God. True. After going one 0 up. Um. They haven't won a game in the league since the eighth of August. What? That Still, well, that's, no, that's that's been the same. I mean, obviously for six weeks, but we mentioned it last week. That was the second game they played all season as well. They won their first two. They won their first two, and they looked decent. Remember, because they looked decent in Europe, and since then they dropped off about as far as you can drop, almost. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, letting Lee Griffiths go against you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Be fair, I, lovely goal. See from all the camera angles, I don't get how he wasn't offside. Yeah, be fair. Like, what the show? I didn't see a decent angle where you know where they stopped it. Yeah. At the moment of the pass, but, but you just pl- the ball gets played, and the next thing you know, he's like ten yards in front of David Bates. Nah. That whole be fair, David, David Bates. Bates. What? Be that whole defense must have just stood up a second too ah. late. Yeah. And they must have thought, oh, we're class. You'd say David Bates has not had a good start to his Aberdeen career. And that'll be fair. That'll be a fair assessment. David <laughs> <laughs> Bates and Declan cool. Gallagher both had poor starts. Yeah. I think, I think we'd... Yeah. I think we'd kind of thought maybe Gallagher wouldn't have the best of times in Aberdeen. It went after those Scotland games happened where he like bossed Mitrovic. And then he got his move. I mean, we were all like, that'll be pretty good. And then I think 
towards the end of Motherwell season, we kind of realised that maybe he isn't actually that good. What's because he was out of the team for ages because of the whole contract? Maybe the extension thing that was going on. Uh, yeah, but Chris Chris Ramirez scored a goal, which was really nice for my fantasy team. Um, he, he 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 got me seven points, which is the most a player got for me this week. Um, is that not like half your points for the week? Seven. I got twenty four points. So, so third. <laughs> just under a third. I got more than you. Come on. I got twenty eight, but I took a minus four. Oh, okay, no, I to get okay. to get Chris Caden, who did well. Uh, also, oh, also my other transfer was to take David Turnbull out. So, okay, oh. so I also took David Turnbull out for Kyogo, which didn't work now, but in the long run, it's probably okay. I took Luke McCowan out, who scored his first goal of the season <laughs> <laughs> for Chris Kane, who I captained. Christ. Um, yeah, I, I got zero points off Ramsey, but I did get seven off Ramirez. I get it, it's making me. It's hard to. Um, maybe I've just got agenda against him. Maybe he's actually all right. <laughs> Chris Ramirez. Yeah. Guarantee he's not scoring this week. No, you said that. Oh, yeah, they're playing I Hibs. think he's all right. They're playing Hibs, so he can probably stick six past them. See how they defended <laughs> at the weekend. It's probably not entirely him. It's also done just the fact Aberdeen are pretty poor in Generally. Overall, I mean, yeah. everywhere. Oh, we should we mention this stat about goal or shots they face versus goals? Go on then, Which is about the only, the only valid thing their chairman said, um, and it was nine out of the ten shots, last shots they faced have ended in goals. Which, I don't Which know is a just... bit wild, if that's true. Where's and... Joe Lewis? Uh, is he injured? Because he he's, he's benched not... at first because he was poor. Yeah, I remember getting benched because he was poor, and then. There doesn't even seem to be on the bench. Must be injured, I guess. He's only he's played. He, ah, he played he's, two he games played ago. Seven. Yeah. He didn't play yeah, against played, Celtic. He played all games up till the last two. And against and seven, against right? Celtic, he was on the bench. And then against Dundee, he was not. Was wasn't. A youth player who just gone out on loan to Montreal or something. Two the games or. Where he played two days before. I saw something about the Aberdeen fans being a bit confused. That he was allowed Ritchie. to play. Aye. Well, yeah, that uh, that result for Dundee was their first win of the season. Uh, lifts them off bottom place, which they were, right? No. Yeah. Were they? You must have been. I thought they, had, they still had a better goal difference than County at the time. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But puts um, them three well, points goal away. The difference would have been the. Okay, no, they would have had a very good difference. Yeah, you're right. Fair. Um, Thanks. Yeah, so I mean, good, very good result for Dundee. Um, but Aberdeen, they're just in an absolute state. I, I don't know. I don't even know. It's hard to pinpoint even like what's gone wrong. No, I, I think I think that's the point that the chairman made. That was true. Like they're playing not bad football. Yeah, they're creating chances. They're just defensively not great. Maybe that's an idea for another blog post. What's wrong with Aberdeen? Yeah, I could actually write a whole, a, long one. a whole thing about just the city. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, I think I, where you go? It's good, but it's also an issue of putting a lot of faith in Ramsey and McKenzie. Yeah, like I back it. Yeah. But also, 
you know, you need an experienced right back to also be there, or an experienced left back, just someone that's played at a level before to it's come a, in when needed. It's a pretty decent example as well of how forcing youth players into a team can work excellently or go horribly wrong because with Calvin Ramsey, you know, he's like hit the ground running. He's been unbelievable. Like, he's been their player of the year so far. But then with Jack McKenzie, he was decent for a couple of games and he's now kind of fallen off a bit. Yeah. Yes, and you do have McKenzie's to... 21 as well. Exactly. Mm. But they both need... They both can't be expected to play every game this season. Like, they need... I think Calvin Ramsey is going to play every game this year. I know. Yeah. Aside from the ones he's missed too... like, really early doors. But he's probably too young for that, right? And yeah. the only fullback they have <laughs> is Johnny Hayes. He's not even a fullback. He just will have to play there. And he can only play on the left, right? He's right-footed, though. <laughs> But yes, no, he, 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 he plays on the left. Um, yeah, I've just looked at the bench. It, the, there wasn't. The, I don't know if it was a defensive player. Teddy Jenks, is he a defensive player? Oh, he's a midfielder, is he not? He's, midfielder, he's, yep. He's a midfielder. Um, Jet, McGinn, and Watkins. Because McCrory's oh, attackers. I mean, the issue as well that Aberdeen might have is that beside these inexperienced. Um, fullbacks is a centre-back pairing that's changing all the time and it's changing from three at the back, two at the back like they've played, oh no I think they've only played three at the back a couple of times but like the the two centre-backs like McCrory was playing there with Gallagher Gallagher's been playing with Bates, Bates McCrory, like unless you can find the two that fits then it's going to be hard for those two next to them because obviously like centre-backs have different play styles and stuff and when you're already inexperienced, you're making their job so much harder by um, having players with, as Aberdeen players, technically as little experience. Yeah. Obviously, footballing-wise, like Declan Gallagher's got way more experience and Bates the same, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think the, just... the, the main root of their problem could be not having a proper centre-back pairing. And then also the fact that if you shoot, it goes in. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just thinking there with the, it's not a good age. Like the squad's not a good, not got a good overall age. It's unbalanced. Um, it's not because you've got your two fullbacks who are 18 and 21. Ferguson's 22. Hedges is 26. He's actually. Ferguson, McKenzie, Ramsey. <laughs> and then Bates and Hedges are your like mid twenty year olds. Yeah. And the rest are thirty. Yeah, yeah. they didn't um I can't remember who it was in our chat the other day. Someone said that this was the oldest squad Aberdeen have had for like five or six years. I I completely missed that, but yeah. I th- uh, I think I, I think that's probably squad. I think their starting lineup seems quite young. Based off the numbers you've just said. Yeah, no, but but I've said that. There's Hayes, Ramirez, Brown, Ojo, Gallagher and Woods. So half the team is over 30. Yeah, you're either over 30 or you're under 25, really. Apart from Ryan Hedges. (laughs) Aberdeen do have a lot of young midfielders as well, as obviously the two fullbacks. But up front and on the wings, and obviously centre-back, but fuck all. Yeah. I'm surprised... I mean, I guess this is Gallagher's job, but they didn't really sign a marquee centre-back, which is something they sort of needed. I guess he was meant to be that. Yeah, and I guess Constantine got injured, and he would probably be helping Aberdeen right now. Yeah. Like, we can't True, that's that. the only reason they've signed David Bates, I think. 
Yeah, his injury is quite serious. It, well, um, I think speaking from a fantasy standpoint, um, you're looking at Aberdeen's next few fixtures and how their defence played against Dundee. You might be thinking of getting rid of Calvin Ramsey at this stage. If for some reason you've yeah. still got Joe Lewis and goals after their last six weeks of football, one, probably just stop playing. Um, <laughs> two, yeah, don't. I know, <laughs> I, I know we talked this, about this last week, but I forgot what the, the games were. Yeah, it's pretty grim. <laughs> that's, that's awful. Yeah. Are you looking at them now? Um, yeah. You've got them in the top, top four, at least in their top five. Oh, they play Hibs so, this week no, coming. They play Hibs, Rangers, Hearts, Motherwell, United, Celtic. You've got your top six, I think, of the count table. Do you yeah, know? it will be. That's pretty spicy. <laughs> All right, I think this could be bye-bye Chris Ramirez week for definite. <laughs> I was going to say bye-bye Glass, because it's a different conversation entirely. If then, Stephen Glass has a job at the end of this well, six-game run... Uh, next month. Give, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I yeah he must have won all those games. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he did, though. Imagine what, that would, do, what that would do to the league. Well, to be fair, they're probably not going to beat Hearts, because Hearts are never losing the game until the rest of time. So They can get a draw at Hearts and win all the other ones. How do you look so much better this season in the Premiership than last season in the Championship? <laughs> we bought really United. well, to be fair. We bought really you well. Did. You bought yeah. and loaned really well. Yeah. And transfer window was probably the best transfer window I've seen as a Hearts fan ever. Yeah. Which God, that nice. game now. Well, we're segueing all over the place. Welcome. Um, yeah, Hearts drew with Rangers. One each, thanks to a last-minute header from Craig Halkett. <laughs> And it's fair to say the scoreline reflects how the game went, right, Hamish? Shut up, Ben. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Um. I think. I think you might even say Hearts are probably on top most of the game. Um. Probably. So, naturally, I I missed this game. Yeah. No, everyone did. Um, like none of the games were on TV apart from. Like, yeah, TV nobody could see it unless you got Rangers True. TV. Man, just I decided not to watch the highlights because everyone was so angry on social yeah. media after it, and I was like, "Nah." Then I had to watch them for this. <laughs> Horrific. I think um, we have not put five past you in the first half. <laughs> I think as bad as Roof Roof's finishing was when he came on, I think if he'd started and played the whole game, he would have at least scored one. Yeah, it's off the post over guard. That, yeah, that, that one was. I mean, that, that one's just bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Wait, Lundstrom goal is... Great goal. Really nice goal. Stunning goal. Yeah. You know, he's coming to his own now. bound to go in eventually. Yeah. He's been hitting a few of them and they've been good saves. Um, and yeah, he's really come onto a game. I think he looks really good. From fan- a fantasy standpoint, maybe not. Probably not. Sure. I think it's because he plays a bit deeper. Yeah, you'll get the passes. Probably. Yeah. Might he get play every um, game. Play most games. I mean, he's a pretty important part of that he, Rangers he, midfield now. Yeah, how much is he? I might sell Woodburn for him because he not fuck hearts. Four points on hey. the <laughs> <laughs> Woodburn hasn't really done anything for hearts, has he? Um, he's been good. He's just not he done anything that's fantasy wise. Yes, what I meant. I'm more than happy for him to not score any goals but be really good. So Liverpool kind of look at him and they're like, ah, you could just look, get rid nice. of him and then we just take him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then, then he does bits. And yeah. sell them for 
couple million. That's fair. Yeah, Lindstrom so far this season's got twenty seven points. But he's played eight matches, but quite a few of them were sub appearances. Yeah. Like That's not bad to be fair. Last three game weeks, four, seven, then nine. Yeah. That's really good. Who's That's in the dream team yeah. this week? How much is he? Um four point eight. It's not awful. And he's he's averaging sixty passes a game. That is very What and is it forty the threshold? Yeah. Thirty. The thirty. No, We've had this argument on here before. Yeah, <laughs> thirty seems low. I think it's forty. Because I think everything's fours. Because it's four tackles, four interceptions, four. Oh, okay, that makes three sense. saves. Yeah, the saves one's different, as the shots. So really, I was wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Craig Gordon got save points. Um, unsurprisingly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> shot with 90 times. So. Actually, let me find the stats for how many times you did shoot, etc. It's a lot. It's plenty. Too many. It, yeah, realistically, too many. Just hit um, mic, sorry if you heard that. It's okay. Stats, shots, again? 27 shots, but 10 Oh my goodness. That's quite grim. How many shots did Hearts have? Five. Five. Nice. Four on target. Four on target. <laughs> we're efficient. Oh. If nothing else, we're efficient. It's a good yep. sign of a championship winning team that you can perform like that and still come away with a point. That's it's, what I'll say to you. I don't think Hearts were bad though. Necessarily. No, it was it was the first time we'd actually, you know, found our feet in a game. Like we were finally able to just put the ball down and play like quick football. Yeah. So frustrating. Yeah, I kind of hate when Hearts set up like that. They set up like deeper and let teams come onto them because then normally, obviously it didn't happen this week somehow, normally teams will, if they go 1-0 up, they'll just run away with it. Like that's what happened when we played in the yeah. League Cup against Celtic and then they went 3-0 up. Obviously we clawed it back to 3-2, which made it look better, but we were woeful that day. Um, yeah, not, uh, I mean, I was I was pretty happy. Just, uh, the fashion in which... The fashion in which uh, in which in which Hart scored as well was really funny because obviously uh, there's this whole, <laughs> what a there, there's this whole uh, Alan McGregor or Craig Gordon who's the best goal in the country questions answered now. <laughs> McGregor saves Lundstrom's shot. No, no, no. <laughs> Gordon's got his hand to it. A good shot. Let him be. What are you trying to say about John Lundstrom? <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, I can't remember what it was. How um, did Joe Aribo stay on the pitch? Yes, that's fair. And Bakuna, How did Bakuna stay on the pitch? Yeah, I know, it wasn't on sports scene either, because it's an old firm agenda. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I don't know how he stayed yeah, on the pitch. What, what, so Bakuna's one, because obviously I've seen that. Oh, he, he um, go for a choke slam. <laughs> I think he's like trying to turn his head to like no. shout at him. I don't think he's going to choke him. He's his hand's on his him, throat. He's not going to but, choke him, but he grabs his throat to try and intimidate him. Did, so did the ref see it? No, so it didn't happen. <laughs> the four officials right there. I don't know how he missed it. He no, what's the Robbie Nielsen got sent off? He got a yellow card for it, right? He got a yellow card. Yeah. So yeah, therefore, true. he can't get a red card retrospectively. Yeah. Same with Aribo. Because that's a good, a good rule for football. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe Rebo. Joe Rebo, even if you look at that tackle that happened and you're like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, Joe Rebo had some just bad, like he had three or four yellow card tackles in the game. Fair. Again, I, I didn't see it. Uh, well, I did. I've <laughs> I was annoyed about it. Freeze, I, the only thing I've seen is a freeze frame of a Rebo. Basically looking like he's about to insult the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks bad. The freeze frame is horrific. Yeah. And it's, it's the worst tackle contact. than Portista's because he actually makes contact. Yeah. He could have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing from that game that really annoyed me was Byron Mackay did a wee mazy run and then didn't square the ball. Didn't square the ball. Oh, didn't score or square the ball. Either of them would have been fine because it would have resulted in a goal. Yeah. Well, the shot didn't. Oh, either yeah, either option is not a good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Byron McKay, I think, could be one to look at for fantasy. He's looked really, fantasy. really lively, uh, and also he seems to have pretty much nailed down that um, winger position. And then when he's not playing on the wing, like we're using someone else, he's still playing, but he's been played like wing back, um, which is yeah, very fun. I mean, he's still on the pitch. He's still going to get you yeah. at least one point. Assuming the hearts don't concede ninety, um, but he's how many do you have to concede? Oh no, midfielders don't lose points for goals, do they? Um, you do yeah. after a certain yeah, amount. Yeah, they lose. Is it oh, they, after no, three, they get a point for after a clean sheet. Two or three. I think they get you know a point what? for a clean sheet, but I don't think they lose it for goals. Lose it for two, maybe. Defenders lose it for two. You know that much, because that's how Calvin Ramsey got no points. Yeah. This week. Um, no, you mustn't lose any because Boyle didn't lose any for yeah, season three. So, um, so yeah, Mackay maybe one to look at. Uh, yes, fantasy wise, uh, what are Hearts' fixtures like, Hamish? Uh, Dundee this week, and I think um, tough one. <laughs> maybe <Nope. laughs> um, after this weekend, maybe yeah. Dundee this week is it St Johnson the weekend? St Johnson, oh, yeah. St Johnston. Oh, here we go. Weekend. Aberdeen, as we discussed Aberdeen. in the Aberdeen bit, they play Dundee United at home, um, and Motherwell after that. So I mean, it's up and down. I mean, if you look at Dundee, St Johnston, Aberdeen, and then United at home, should win the first three. Should be at least nine point ten points out of twelve. The way Hearts are yeah. playing right now, I would say that's what I'd hope yeah. for in a way. Hart should beat Dundee this weekend. Hart should beat St. Johnston away. Beat or draw St. Johnston away. Depending on St. Johnston's side that comes out. You should beat or draw with Aberdeen. And then at at home, we should probably be beating Dundee United as well. Even though they had a very good week. And we can come to them next. We can. Yeah. Well, we're done with Hearts and here, Rangers. I'm fed up. Fair. Um, I'm, this I'm, I'm, I'm fed up as well. I can't deal with you being this happy, well and score goals. I'm fed up. I deserve this. All right, we had that year where we got unfairly relegated, and now we're coming back. <laughs> oh, shut up! We're gonna win it all. Oh, just because you're inside, can't get the championship for love nor money. We might, we might this season, to be fair. Might, you're gonna one nil it all the way to the all the way to the top. <laughs> we can try our best. You can. Well, That's kind of what Rangers are doing at the moment, let's be honest. Fair. Just looking through our results here. <laughs> Couldn't hold on to your 1-0 against Hearts, though, could you? Dundee uh, <laughs> United won 3-0 away at Easter Road to Hibs. Um, 
shocked, I think would be a fair thing to say, than the United have barely mm-hmm. found the net this year at all, and they've scored three goals. Yeah. Be we were correct in one thing in the preview, saying that Dundee United don't concede no, goals. No, not concede goals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were right with one thing. Look how excited Ben is with that. That's because I got 14 points from this game. In the eight games prior to this, Dundee United had scored five goals. Wow. Um, And then they've made that eight after (laughs) this weekend. Still, I mean, they scored eight goals in nine games. That's like, if you look at the teams around them, Celtic have 21 in nine. uh, Hibs have 14 in nine. Hearts, one pace ahead them, ahead of them. Have fifteen Rangers, fifteen. Even Aberdeen have scored more goals than them this year. Yeah. Only St. Johnson have scored less. Oh no, Dundee have scored less as well. But like the, the joint least just... joint with Ross County for goals for this year. That's insane, and they're third in the league. Yeah. Goals against five, and I wonder if the majority of them came when Seagrest wasn't in goals. Probably. And um, Harks didn't even do anything this week. No. Nicky, so another, Nicky Clark another, did. Did he score a nice goal? Was it him Nicky that scored Clark's a nice goal? Did, but Ian Harks didn't. Yes. Nicky Clark scored a lovely goal. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, Ian Harks is probably a player that most fancy podcasts would have said, oh, he's worth a punt. Yeah. So it wouldn't yeah. have just been, unlike Chris Kane, it wouldn't have just been us. Let's have a look at St. Johnson's fixtures. Am I going to keep the Chris Kane train go- oh, Celtic away this weekend? Oh, definitely. <laughs> so yes, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think I would say uncharacteristic of Hibs, but this defense had this kind of performance in them, hundred percent. You mean yeah. Ryan Porteous? He couldn't even play. No, to be fair though, Cadnan Woods, Cadnan Wood at a centre back, right back. It's a very shaky defense, actually. It is. I mean, no, Wood is not, not played a for defender. them. And no Paul McGinn. Who's Paul McGinn's disappeared off the face of the world, apparently. Yeah, I've not I've not even seen why he didn't play. No, I haven't seen anything oh, about that. Didn't someone mention it might be that or Mike was saying there's a bug going around at hips. Yeah. So he might have just been off sick. No, but like why wouldn't they like tweet that out? True. Unless they didn't we missed it, to be fair. There was every chance that happened. True. But it totally should tweet that out. I mean team players uh, players teams normally do. Yeah. So and so is unavailable due to sickness. Yeah. But yeah, I mean he's, he's oh, got man it? flu. That Freeman that scored, um I've just clicked on him and he's just got loads of articles out of why scoring against Hibs was the best moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Something Hibs uh, Hamish would say. I mean if I scored against Hibs it would be absolutely the best moment of my life. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> Uh, did any yeah the, the three of the Dundee defence the Dundee oh, you know, Sky Sports careful, over here careful. three of the Dundee United <laughs> defence got into the dream team this year Freeman with fourteen Edwards with twelve and McMahon with ten uh, Ryan Edwards not a player that I know or knew an awful lot about coming into the season but Dundee United fans are absolutely raving about him yeah he's been. Very good. Also, relevant to things we've spoke about, in, Ryan Edwards is also a player that used to play for Hearts, but doesn't. He scored against Celtic in the League, uh, League Cup, Scottish Cup final. It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, speaking that's, of things... Yeah, that's the Ryan Edwards that I knew. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I actually thought it was the same... I think they played the same... Hearts and ex-Partick Thistle? Yeah, he is. That guy? Yeah. Um, 
I think he plays for Burton Albion now. Yeah. I think. This um, guy's played most of his career at Morecambe. But this one. things that uh, we've already spoken about, kind of, that can be now backed up by uh, stats. Ian Harks was the second most bought player this week. Yeah, yeah it's, not right. it's not surprising. Yeah. And Chris Kane, number one? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> Chris Kane, ooh, struggling to find them. Oh, ninth. Big man. That's all us. See that influence that we've got in the Scottish fantasy market. Um, quite a funny one. Paul McGinn, fifth. He was not. He was. Oh, uh, also, two, two Hearts defenders, third and fourth. Who who was doing that? Really? <laughs> Which defenders? If it's Halkett, it's not a bad shot. Cochrane and Kingsley. I can't imagine Halkett was anywhere near. Anyone's thinking. <laughs> Although, to be, to be fair, arguably, Craig Halkett has been Hearts player of the year so far this year. I would say. Over Benny. Arguably. Okay. Are you going to argue for yourself now? I'm just not going to argue because I'll speak for too long. Fair. That's fair. Oh, coming in at 135th, the most bought in this week, Nikola Katic. <laughs> what? I assume that the 135th is zero people did it. <laughs> yeah. It, it must be because, you know, Oliver He's and Jam. In Croatia. He doesn't even play in the Scottish Prem anymore. Like the Moor. These at... must just be things they've not like deleted them from when they were here before. Yeah. Yeah. Dundee United seem to have that mix that Aberdeen of good kind of youth players and mid age. They've got like the proper age for a team. It <laughs> seems like proper I've, good age. I've also got another point. They have a good manager. Shockingly. Who would have known Tam Courts was really good? Tam Courts, although sorry, Thomas Courts, because the United said, please call him Thomas, not Tam. Tam. Um, he doesn't get to choose what his name is. It's Tam. That's not how it works. I've already Tam committed I've committed to Tam. He doesn't get to change it now. Tam Courts had less managerial experience than Stephen Glass. Yeah. And yet he's clearly True. a Tam Courts, manager. Tam, Thomas Courts didn't have any managerial experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, FM, so. a little bit bad for just slating them off at the start of the season. Like, oh, we really didn't like it. We didn't like the appointment at all. I, I still do think funny. that Dundee United have regression in them. You can't stay this good, not scoring no. goals. But it's not that they're getting lucky. Like they played Hibs off the park. They, oh, I was going to say they deserve to be Rangers, but they probably didn't. Um, yeah, probably not. The games they've won, they've deserved to win. Bob Other Rangers. than Rangers. Yeah, that's fair. But even still, that game against Rangers, you could look at it from the perspective of it was a genuinely good it, defensive performance. Yeah, and then they created chances and took them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they created one chance and took it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, well, the, the, highlight, the highlight of this whole game was Jamie Murphy calling for offside. <laughs> like, what is he, he playing? What he seen? What's he seen there? What? Where, <laughs> how? I actually... I'm... I'm Skip back through it so many times, being like, "Is he trying to say someone else is offside? Someone else is offside?" Like he's on the byline. He's yeah, the player okay. playing everyone on. I well, just... Did he think that because he was off the pitch, maybe, or he thought he was he's off not the off the pitch, pitch though? He's still like a good. He's step in, in front of the goalie, so he can't even be like he vaguely forgot the rule. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he's like, he's the one playing them on site. Even uh, to be fair, he's played them. I think there's a couple that played them on site. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Jay, like what, what, what? <laughs> I still get it at all, even remotely. Unbelievable. Don't get it. Um, there was a point that I was going to bring up. Oh, regarding youth football. Um, I've seen a lot of talk, and it's probably just because I'm from the same area as him, so it comes up quite a lot. But Jamie Gullen has been absolutely firing for the Hibs uh, B team, reserve side, whatever they're called. Um, is it at this stage, watching how Kevin Nisbet is playing, having no dodge, that fella from Hull is... Eh? Um, I, I've not seen him actually since every time he got he got played three times with Ben. I was like, who's that? And then <laughs> I think Jack Ross forgot who he was as well. Yeah, yeah. But is it worth just taking a punt on one of your youth players? I mean, Gullen played the first half of last season on and off, right? So it's yeah, that and then he went punt. to Queens Park. Wraith. Okay. Wraith. He was at Queens Park before that, though. Okay, that's what He's I'm thinking at of. Park. Yeah, he went to Wraith. Yeah, I mean, is I it said before that, that was in 2018. Yeah, it's before that, isn't it? <laughs> he's not good enough for Hibs at like the top of the table. But I'm by no good. means saying that he's going to be Hibs' yeah. best striker footballer, but he's finding the net at the reserve side. Kevin Nisbet isn't finding the net at any time. I don't know, maybe in trading, who knows? Christian Dodge, well, we can't walk at the moment. So, um, yeah. a good while. I think it's after Christmas. Christ- after Christmas, yeah. Sign because he's, he's always good. Yeah, I've kind of missed his fans. <laughs> haven't missed the fact that they are missing a man up front, but he played two games and got two goals well, this year in the league before. Yeah, to be fair, it didn't really seem like Hibs were missing a striker in previous weeks because of how good Martin Boyle is at scoring goals. True, but I think now when you see that Boyle doesn't do well or doesn't deliver much in the game. Really to be fair, it. are they also at the stage where you just stick Martin Boyle at striker and play someone else on the wing? Yeah, they went through the back again. I'd probably do that. Adding at, at wing back, but I guess they can't uh, play through again, the back. I, with I don't. McGinn, I don't get the same McAdden. I don't think he's been that no good that since much. coming in. I think as well, Hibbs issue. Um, what was I going to say? I had a point there, and I've absolutely just forgotten it mid sentence. Sure, somebody else speak, it'll come back to me, (laughs) or nobody speak. Okay, or not, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of stuff about this game. (laughs) What was I gonna say about Martin Boyle? I don't know. Oh, well, can't be that important. Would have forgot about it. Um, (laughs) we've done this in a really weird order on my screen, so I remember Motherwell Celtic happened. 2-0 2-0 win for Celtic. Yeah. As we alluded to earlier, David Turnbull did score a goal. Uh, of course he did. The week that we take him out for his teams. Uh, Kyogo. It's a very nice goal. Um, I chose the wrong winger out of Abada and Jota. That's become apparent. Um, yeah. Upsetting. What did you pick? I picked Abada. Ah. Well, to be fair, yeah. hard to say the wrong winger because they're both going to probably end up similar goal contributions at the end of the year. That Jota, Jota is some enough. player. He's just handsome, though, isn't he? <laughs> he looks <laughs> lovely in that sense. <laughs> he looks like George Michael. <laughs> that's, that's true, actually. You know what? Yeah, I'll give it. Um, yeah, Jota no, looks really good, I think. He looks really good. And for 
what? I don't even think it's that much money they could get him for six and a half million next season. It's a bit more than Kyogo, but yeah. It's it's a, actually quite a weird one looking at it. I think I saw someone tweet about it. I can't remember who it was now that I say it, but someone was tweeting about Benfica aren't exactly strapped for cash. They're going to be a relatively rich club and they can sell, you know, plenty of players. They, oh, no, Nuno Mendes was at Sporting, wasn't he? Um, but, I mean, they have young players that they can sell. Selling a homegrown player, and it's like an obligation to buy, I believe, Yeah. for six and a half million. When he's playing as well as he is, also playing as well as he is in the, not just in Scotland, in Europe in as Europe. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're probably going to come to regret that one a bit. Like he's the type of player that I can see eventually because he's what twenty, I don't know, twenty three, as I guess. Um, I could twenty two, I think. At the I could see him be the type of player once they've got him another year here, and he's in England for like twenty five mil, something like that. He's got Southampton yeah. written all over him. He has got to move to Southampton oh, right really all over him. Or Everton, maybe. Yeah, okay, I see that. When Andros Townsend's a bit old. Maybe Leeds United if they weren't doing so poorly. Oh, I don't know if he's that kind of player. I, I think know. Southampton. Oh, yeah, because I suppose it's similar to Rafinha in senses. Yeah. Um, here, a slight tangent. Elianusi is now being linked to Arsenal and another. What? And Leicester. <laughs> because apparently he's had a good start to the season. He um, <laughs> he's played in the centre. He played in the centre of midfield for the Norwegian national team the other day. You fully basing that off the, of his uh, team of the week. Yeah, but I also knew it. <laughs> yeah, but also like that's it's kind of a shame for him because he's a winger that just never gets played in the wing. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. he just wants to let him be. Yeah. He is a decent player, to be fair. Anyway, sorry. But he's also relatively Celtic. young, no? 20... No. Christ, 27. When did that happen? Yeah, 27. That's when he left Scotland, he, he was like 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much would Arsenal and Leicester pay for him? 25 million. Minimum. Uh? Never. That's a fib. That has to be a fib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look on this independent article today and see it. Um, why are they talking about Mo Salah making 400 grand a year? Because he's going to buy a Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it saying it? Okay, it just doesn't say it anywhere. Oh, well. Um, maybe move to the Newcastle when they've got all their money. You know, Felipe Yota might end up at Newcastle. <laughs> there is no monetary value, but you're just saying that they're both interested in in him. Well, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think... On you go. I was going to say, Tony Watt done nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I took him out my team this week for Chris Kane. I would have got the same points off both of them, I think. So. Well, uh, no, because Kane got you a minus four. No, he didn't. Oh. Yeah, he did. Transfer. <laughs> yeah, he did, because he took a minus four to bring him in. Technically, so. Kyogo got me a minus four, which means that technically he got me a minus did. one. Collectively, they got more than four points, though. So, together, they've got me a plus one. <laughs> no, but Turnbull for Kyogo. Shut your mouth, yeah? Be fair yeah. to Turnbull for Kyogo as well, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, long run, you know, long run, it'll pay off. That's what I'm telling myself. Um, yeah, Tony Watt did nothing. Um, I think fantasy-wise, you at this stage, you kind of have to have one of 
that front three. For Celtic, yeah. Or, yeah. Or probably two of that front three, actually. You th- I think Kyogo's one to... Oh, well, actually, yeah, they're all, like, they're all midfielders, are they not? Yeah, all midfielders that are playing fans, as yeah. forwards, especially Kyogo, who's playing through the middle. Yeah. But then Jota's... That, that's maybe a more mistaken fancy's part. I suppose because none of them are forwards and like attackers in the f- form of like strikers yeah so i think i think they've based it off forward being a striker not yeah whereas Owen was a midfielder yeah i think the goat of that was when oh, what's his name scott robinson last year was playing at a striker for oh. living mate that wee period oh i miss that man so much god Great we play. I've dropped my mic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, headphone users. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you gonna cut that out or are you just gonna keep it in? I'm I'm gonna just kill the sound. Kill the sound. Alright, sorry about that. Oh, Didn't mean that, sorry. I got excited. Um what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, I think you really have to have two or three of that front three. Take all of them. You could take, take all of them, which yeah. no, just no Rangers defenders anymore. To be fair, it's not the season for it. Rangers all defenders playing against St Mirren this week, probably. Well, St Mirren okay. scored three. That's true. They did to Ross County's two in a three-two win for St Mirren. <laughs> um, I think I, I, I might say that we're maybe undermining St Mirren a bit this year. Three wins no, at the you're bounce. Just, you're just giving peer here. pressure here of people saying that we're not backing them enough. Shut up. But three also, weeks ago, yeah, they were pish. It was three weeks ago, they were on four points and not looking good. And yeah. They had won a game. They're on a good run now, though. They are. They're Still, three Jimmy wins on the bounce. They're doing much. So. Jimmy McGrath has one foot out the door, I think. I don't know where yeah. his other foot is headed, if it's Edinburgh Ed- or Middlesbrough. <laughs> Penalty spot. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, no, but, not this season. Yeah, not this year. A good win for St Mirren uh, puts them up to seventh place in the table, albeit they did it in a pretty difficult fashion. Um, Eamon Brophy in the goals, he's one that I know a few fantasy people have mentioned as an option. I think the main issue is that you don't really know, I don't know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, that that's one of the things I just. I thought about it. But then, is he cheap? Because it, it could be a good way of you know, cheap. having a striker. And he, he, I mean, he is like he is their striker, but he has also only scored he's three goals this year in nine, eight starts, which is which is more than Nisbet. Yeah, true. I'd I'd say Anderson's it's, maybe a better shell. Is he not? Maybe not. Well, it's hard. It's because uh, I mean there will be weeks where I think they're probably. It's hard to say because Samarin are the better side, but then yes, Anderson's I mean been more involved. Anderson was also given a gift this week to score, but also at the same True. time, it's still quite a difficult like finish. Like he has to put that right in the bottom corner to get away from Xander Clark. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those are two options I like to look at. I like to fix my strikers a bit because I've, I've got Boyce and I'm happy with that, but the other two. I mean, one's Chris Kane. It's maybe worth going cheaper on the strikers. I maybe... think it could be worth going all in midfield. Yeah, getting a Celtic yeah. trifecta if possible. And Martin Boyle. And Martin Boyle, and then one cheap sub. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like committing to having all the Celtic players though, because I know how bad Celtic oh, can be. Yeah. I also hate them. I also hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Not the players. The players actually seem quite likable. The team. No, no. Uh, Ethan Erhan, actually, back in the assists. Um, he's one that we mentioned not too long ago um, as an option. That was his second assist of the year, third goal involvement in seven matches. He's uh, perhaps one to look at over McGrath. Yeah. Just he's doing, he's doing better points twice. Um, and then oh, Scott Tanser as well, on uh, playing at wing back slash left mid, depending on how you Can we see talk it. about that goal? Goal and an assist, which takes his goal involvements up to four on the year. Which can we talk about that goal? Presumably, he's quite cheap. Um, yeah, go for it. Why do you say that? The county centre back is thinking there. Not a lot, clearly. Well, I actually I think I know what he's thinking, which is there's not an attacker going for the ball. I'll look so smart leaving it like this for my goalkeeper to catch. Yeah. And yeah, no one else on the just... same wavelength at all. God, goal, just... goalie's not getting to catch the ball. That was a big thing this week. Oh, I really tried to stretch that to the McGregor point, but it's not worked. Just had to bring it up naturally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not a good goal to concede. <laughs> Where, see for Ross County, where's Ross Callahan? What's he up to? He played. Yeah, but... Is yeah, it... no, but... He's not doing it. No. I was really optimistic this season. I think different guy assist them though, isn't it? To Hamilton? Yeah. But, True. And he's not he's not as important, obviously. It's you know, at Hamilton he was sort of the main man. But now that they've uh, County have got Spittle and Charles Cook as their yeah. Blair Spittle yeah. actually looks a pretty decent option. Um at a very a cheap price. Player. Um, yeah, he seems to always Charles be involved Cook. in whatever they do. Yeah, I, I think he's a bit, bit better pickup than, than Charles, um, Cook. Charles Cook. Yeah, I, I agree. So, I agree. After this weekend, albeit he did get quite lucky with his goal, I think it's fair to say. Yes, but he won't yeah. get subbed unlike Charles Cook. Yeah, um, Burst Whittle's averaging four point four points a game, and he also because I was I was going to say about Tanzer, he's averaging I think it was four point one, but he also has the issue of St. Mariner leaking goals. So they they often concede two in a game and are getting minus twos for it. Whereas Spittle's not going to get um, minus the minus points. Uh, Spittle's also picked up four bonus points this year total so far. But is Tanzer maybe a better option than Doig, who I've still got on my team? Um, what are his fixtures like? I think would be the the Good point question. to make there. Josh Doig. And Hibs, sorry, play Aberdeen this week, Celtic the week after, then County Livy, St Johnston. I think uh, I was looking there for 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 Tanzer. They play Rangers this week, so it's probably not worth getting a St Mirren defender in. And I think they play. I was someone tough the week after as well. I can't remember who it is now. But between game week twelve and game week fifteen, they have three probably winnable games, uh, assuming they're still playing relatively decent. So it might be an idea to get him in around then plan for that plus he's also only 2.4 million i think it said um so that's a very good price it's a very good price for someone who's got price. four goal goal involvements this year better than mckenzie yeah. he's not much cheaper <laughs> i almost dropped my laptop there <laughs> ah, uh yeah 
So, I mean, it's food for thought in this St. Mirren side, I think. And also that Ross County side with Blair Spitto. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just he'd be one you put in your bench, and he could be your bench player coming on. Yeah, because yeah, I wouldn't advise starting a playoff from a team that are bottom, bottom with only three points this season and a, a minus what, eleven three goal points are all draws. Yeah. <laughs> so, why does Malky Mackay get sacked? Oh, should have been <laughs> sacked the moment he walked in the door. But <laughs> you shouldn't have been appointed. That's true. Um, they I... sacked. What was this? What was the manager they sacked last season? <laughs> Before they, were, he, they sacked him, and then he came out for an interview. Oh yeah, um, oh, what was his name? How long did he get? Oh, I can't remember his name because he was doing better than Mackay's doing. Mackay's doing now. Was it? Was it Yogi? Yeah, no. it was Yogi. Oh, Yogi was the manager. Yogi, Yogi Kettlewell. Well. Sure, Kettlewell. Yeah, that, oh. yeah, that was it. That was it. There we are. And he was, yeah. He made it. To be fair, he made it to the nineteenth of December from the start of the season. But they're doing worse yeah. now. I remember last season, County started amazingly. Started yeah. so well. Everyone, everyone had three county defenders in their fantasy team. <laughs> the opposite of that now. Yeah, correct. I don't want to touch any of the players, bar Blair Spittle. Or being Charles Cook. Because we've already got him. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we quickly want to say no we don't um, should we talk about game week 10 sorry sorry. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the old firm in Europe first no, that's the bit I was going to say but I don't think we're going to talk about that I mean the only one of them have played the games yeah the games haven't been played yet well, well done Celtic and uh, I hope Rangers lose who were Celtic playing sorry man Farang Fakarokos <laughs> <laughs> oh shocker that's not even googling it, so that's pretty good. Ferencvaros. Is that the Portuguese team? Hungarian. The Hungarian. <laughs> What's the, the Portuguese team with an F in? Uh, for Ferrer. For. for... <laughs> 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 um. Oh, it's like Pacos Ferreira or something like that. And they've also got a green badge. That's what threw me off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Aberdeen at play against. Oh, we get. Five fixtures at 3pm again. Uh, Aberdeen play against Hibs this week. Um, normally you'd look at that and you'd think, tough game. Um, but the way Aberdeen are playing, you probably edge towards Hibs this this week. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, Fantasy-wise, it's a tough one because um, with how Aberdeen can perform and how Hibs can perform, like, th- like this could be this could be a Aberdeen should have taken points off of Celtic. Yeah, I I could easily see any result happening here. Like Aberdeen win a draw or a Hibs win, and it could happen. I'd be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think Boyle's a definite need to have. Yeah, but, I mean Boyle just he's a must have on fantasy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know because I know the minute I get rid of Nisbet, you'll score. Oh, hundred percent. If there's that's... any week. When Nisbet could score, it's against this awful averaging defence. Yeah. Especially with the centre backs who don't know what they're doing. If he just is on the shoulder of David Bates for 90 minutes, he's going to have at least a couple of chances. Lee Griffiths wasn't even on the shoulder, he was just a mile off. <laughs> <laughs> I think the issue was that David Bates' shoulder wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, Martin Boyle is a must have this year. Um, 
also in terms of my team, but also your guys' teams, uh, it's not worth getting rid of Calvin Ramsey. No, why don't I have him? So I thought you did. And maybe I was going to say maybe start Sean Rooney over him, but they're playing Celtic at Parkhead. Yeah. Nope. Um, Hearts play against Dundee this weekend. Uh, Liam Boyce, another must-have on fantasy. Um, yeah, definitely it has to be in your team. Um, yeah, ha- this has to be a stick on hearts win. If you are you worried Castle. about the two ex Hibs players? No, wanting to score a goal against hearts. They weren't good enough to play for Hibs, so it's true. <laughs> I'm not going to tip damage against us. Clip that for when they both scored twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think as well because it's a three o'clock kickoff. Hearts are normally putting their lineup out about quarter to like fifty minutes before the deadline. You do have the yeah. luxury of waiting and seeing which winger plays. I'll be thinking about bringing Barry Mackay in this week, right. assuming he's starting on one of the wings. Um, another player that I could see being pretty dangerous if he started would be Josh Ginelli, but he's been, for some reason, out of the team. I don't really get Barry why. Mackay. Yeah, but you could play him on the other side if you really wanted. Who are you playing at Mackay's team? Ben Woodburn's on the other side most of the time. But even before, oh. he's probably before, probably ranking is. Currently, Mackay, Woodburn, GMS, and then Ginelli, which is mental. Yeah, I think, but that's like Robbie Nielsen's ranking. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I might have to wild card this week. Actually, I'm thinking now because I've got a Hearts defender, but there's also other things. There's other holes I want to plug. Yeah, it's card? it's getting to. You're saying already, and I'm feeling like it's Neil Wildcard time. I wildcarded it the second week last year. <laughs> I hate the fact that I've still got it. My issue is, and I always find this on fantasy, is that if I have it, I won't play it because I'll be like, oh, what if I need it in like a couple of weeks? Blah. Yeah. I, 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 I feel there's, like in, there's in about... Scottish fantasy, I've never been hit with an injury crisis yet. No. I used to get that quite a lot when I played. English, English fantasy, fantasy, yeah. And this one, I've not had it. Yeah. Oh, I might do. I might make a wee like, draft and see how I feel about it. Yeah. Try plan well, I, I for asked, a few game weeks. Not going to listen to Scottish fantasy football community because I sent them my team and asked them to <laughs> in the world time. So we'll see what they say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just listen to that too. Or you listen to them. I don't yeah. want to give them extra review. Don't even like them. Um, don't, <laughs> don't even know one of them. So <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, you stick on Hearts win, which terrifies me. Actually, to be fair, normally that would terrify me, but this year, you know, it's weird. Should hit you. I'm confident that we should yeah. win. Uh, Dundee United play at home to Motherwell. Motherwell now lost two on the bounce, but we've been playing against two decent teams uh, the last two weeks. I think. And now against another decent. Dundee team. United, is it time to start filing players like Ryan Edwards, players like Freeman into your team? You know, cheap. Defenders that are getting you clean sheet points. Um, Seagrass as I well. Charlie Mulgrew. Charlie Mulgrew as well is obviously starting. Um, yeah, I mean, based on that, off the fact that Freeman and Ryan Edwards uh, had good games via Hibs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might be worth having a look at those two. Uh, Motherwell wise, Tory Watt. Do I, oh, I see. I just got Tory Watt in, but then I'm like, do I sell him and buy a cheap striker? And then use that money somewhere else in the squad. Maybe. I've only had him in two weeks. He scored in one week, didn't score another, and I'm like, get rid of him. <laughs> it was like, I'm still in love with Kevin Nisbet. So. I don't see Motherwell 
winning this game. So I think Motherwell's regression could be firmly kind of put in this game. If they lose to Dundee United, and that, I mean, that's yeah, three in the bounce they've lost, and it's starting to not settle down into like relegation threatening or anything like that serious, but settle kind of into mid-table, which I imagine is where they'll end up kind of like yeah. between fifth and seventh. So sixth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly where they are now. You really are a great pundit. Oh. Oh, see, the thing is, is that I meant to say fifth and ninth and I just did, like, seventh came out. And I don't know why I did. Because <laughs> I was going to say I could see them settling into somewhere like eighth. And I don't know why I said seventh. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, Dundee United uh, defenders, I think, would be, would be the advice to look at this week. Obviously, Ian Harks as well. Um, but Yeah. Also, that they've got a... Is he... I don't know nationality. Finnish? Oh yeah, N- yeah. Niska- Niskanen. Yeah, he he looked quite good in the highlights as well. Ben, we ignored you for a reason, mate. You can. <laughs> He's actually twenty three because I just looked him up. Is that the one they signed after the deadline on it as a free agent? I think so. Oh no, that, was that St Johnson that did that with that for his hand in? No, Dundee, oh. Dundee United have also done that. They sent a striker. Both yeah, the same striker. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't him. Okay. No, yeah. Okay. Um, but Ross County play against Livingston, and we've, as we were just saying, Blair Spittle wanted to look at, especially against this very shaky Livingston defence. Um, I, yeah. I, I would be inclined to get Spittle in this week. I think he's the only asset in that county team that appeals to me in any way, other than Regan Charles Cook, but he's been. You know, meh for the past. Spittle also plays to the middle and is their captain, so. And I, as, as, I mean, I, I've only watched one full Ross County game this year, and it was against Hearts, and he was outstanding. Like, he was involved in everything they created. Yep. So, yeah. worth a look at. Probably nothing to look at on the Livy side of the ball. Um, Anderson again. Oh, I suppose, yeah, actually, I forgot about him. Certain, uh, actually, to be fair, yeah, against that. County, that probably isn't a bad shout. That's, yeah. Are you, are you are you risking your one transfer? Yeah. On Bruce Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. If you're wild carding, then consider. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking for myself. Cheap striker. Yeah. Um, Celtic play at home to St Johnston. I think you have to look at that as a pretty relatively easy Celtic win. Um, this St Johnston defence, yeah. as we've said multiple times throughout this podcast, has not been as good as we thought it might be. Um, it's still so funny just watching that highlight because. <laughs> <laughs> just when I was watching the highlight, being like, Sound o'clock such a good goal. Like, <laughs> Literally, I don't know, I mean, oh dear. Yeah, um, I'll probably keep Sean yeah, right, unless a wild card. I don't know. Two, one or two of the front three from Celtic. From Celtic, yeah. Uh, and then final game of the weekend is St Mirren playing at home to Rangers. See, so look at that fixture. That is the type of game that Rangers could slip up on. I could see that happening. I was going to say that earlier, See, actually. I, I didn't realise that was a fixture this week. And then you said it, and I was like, I really hope it's not away from home. Because I hate us going there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's away. It is away. Um, yeah, I could see Rangers actually slipping up, but I don't think it's worth betting your fantasy side on an out-of-character no. Rangers uh, yes. slip up. Yeah, that's out-of-character? Also, Currently, yeah. I mean, they've won... We've lost one game. Yeah, this. they've won. You've lost the game. Wouldn't know how that feels. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said that, and I was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna be the least amount here." I didn't say no. <laughs> Could have lost the game, but Alden McGregor can't catch. Um, yeah, Rangers. I'll probably just keep Tav because I'm not getting rid of him. He's too expensive to work no. back into a team. True. Yeah, that's that is the issue. And that's my issue with well. him. You're gonna have to sell three players. Yeah, too. like you're at least taking a minus four to get him back in. Unless, to be fair, unless I brought in Goldson, then I feel relatively confident not having Tav. But always Captain Tav, yeah. isn't it? Um, going forward, um, Hugh, you got any idea? Of, is Morelos just a no go now after watching that <laughs> Hearts game? No, no, he'll he'll come back at form. He's a bit out of form at the moment. Um, Remember when people thought he was better than Edward? I say, like, <laughs> still is. <laughs> He's, st- he's still doing more this season than Edward did when he was out of form. Yeah, but Edward scored like I'm just, Edward's I'm got just like five that. goals in the Premier League this year, <laughs> like seven if games. Wasn't playing in the Premier League, he'd have six. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he started right back for Everton, though. That's that's the kicker. <laughs> Nathan Barak is started right back for Everton. All right, it's, it's an argument, and I'm willing to make it. It's, it's just a bold one. I don't know. I think it's easy. And they've got Seamus Coleman. No, I mean, he's left Rangers. Yeah, he's going to leave Rangers, 100%. And you're going to get huge money for him as well, which is the more mental bit, because he's back up. <laughs> do, you, do you want to know who we won't get huge money for? Who? Connor Goldson. Because uh, he's leaving He'll probably be gone. He'll probably be gone end of this season on a free. Yeah, guessing. back to England. Back to Brighton? Yeah, probably. Back to Brighton would probably make a lot of sense, to be fair. You may not get into the Brighton he- team over Shane Duffy, to be fair. You know, you know where he'll go? Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle, yeah. What, and play alongside Sergio Ramos? Yeah. <laughs> Sergio <laughs> Ramos. Gerard Piquet, maybe. Imagine. Christ, that Newcastle team. Uh, anyway, we should probably wrap it up there because we have been talking for like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and, you know, letting you listen to Ben for that long is probably a bit harsh. Um <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Feel free to check out our Twitter at HoofballPod. Um, also check out our, our, our blog because we'll be posting on that um, more. There's one thing on it and it's not relevant currently. Yeah. But I'll do another one for this week. So for Game yeah. Week 10, I'll pretty much just write up what we've just said. <laughs> uh, so that, that website is HoofballBlog.com um, and thank you very much for listening and we will see you again next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>